Today is Monday, November 8th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is brought to you by Rothy's. Nothing says fall like soft, plush merino wool. For the third year in a row, Rothy's is launching an exclusive autumn collection featuring washable merino wool styles. They're incredibly comfortable, cozy, and 100% machine washable, and they come in a variety of colors, patterns, and styles. Something major passed in Congress on Friday, and that would be the Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill, aka the BIF, and it is now going to Joe Biden's desk for actual passage into law. This is not to be confused with the $1.75 trillion spending package that we've been talking about for weeks. The BIF actually passed in the Senate in August, so once the House now voted on it, it passed. And while we're still waiting on that massive spending package, the BIF is actually some pretty significant progress on its own. It includes $550 billion of new federal investments in America's infrastructure over five years, including money for roads, bridges, mass transit, rail, airports, ports, and waterways, on top of a $65 billion investment in improving the nation's broadband infrastructure, internet for all, billions of dollars to improve the electric grid and water systems, and to build a nationwide network of plug-in electric vehicle chargers. The final vote in the House was 228 to 206, with 13 whole Republicans voting in in support of the bill and six Democrats voting against it. Sounds bipartisan to me. The Virginia election may have been almost a week ago, but the headlines are still coming. And this time, I'm the one who gets to cry voter fraud. Apparently, the new governor-elect of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, has a 17-year-old son who tried to vote for his father twice in the election, despite being too young to vote. He went up to polling officials at his precinct twice and presented his ID, which showed that he was 17 years old, and he was turned away both times. His son, whose name was not disclosed because he is a minor, see how it helped him there, was not charged with a crime because he did not actually vote illegally and he did not make any false statements. Does this dude realize this isn't the kind of thing where you can like beg your parents to let you drive around the block in their car a few times, like a few weeks before you get your license? But either way, I can't help but point this out. Could you imagine what Fox News would be saying if a Democrat's kid tried to do this? This past weekend, a federal appeals court temporarily blocked a new coronavirus vaccine mandate for large businesses with over 100 employees. The stay was issued by a three-judge panel from the Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit in Louisiana, claiming that the mandate may have grave statutory and constitutional issues. The question at issue is whether OSHA has the right to enforce the mandate as an issue of workplace safety, which they're claiming it doesn't. Either way, this isn't technically an immediate issue because businesses have until January 4th to mandate COVID vaccinations or start weekly testing. But if vaccine mandates aren't going to fix the pandemic, we may have another solution. On Friday, Pfizer announced that its experimental antiviral pill for COVID-19 cut rates of hospitalization and death by nearly 90% in high-risk adults. This is the second such antiviral pill with a high success rate after the first one was announced by Merck a few weeks ago. The medication will become available once Pfizer asks the FDA and international regulators to authorize it, and then the FDA will make a decision within a few weeks or months. By the way, Merck's pill is already under review with the FDA, so we expect some sort of antiviral pill to be available quite soon. And for our last story, this weekend, tragedy struck in Houston at the Astroworld Music Festival when at least eight people were lost, ranging from ages 14 to 27, as well as many others injured due to the dangerous crowd situation at the festival. The incident occurred because the crowd surged towards the stage, crushing people who were physically unable to escape or breathe amidst the crowds. 
According to witness accounts, there were people passing out and unable to breathe all over the venue, and an ambulance could be seen driving through the crowd in a now-deleted Instagram story posted by Kylie Jenner. Numerous people at the venue screamed for help even while Travis Scott and Drake continued to perform, and it took about 40 minutes after Houston officials officially declared it a mass casualty event for the concert to actually stop. And yesterday, it was reported that both performers are being sued over the incident. To be clear, it would be one thing if this hadn't already been a pattern at Travis Scott shows and at Astroworld in particular, after three people were trampled and hospitalized at the last Astroworld festival in 2019. Scott has a history of encouraging chaos at his events and instructing concert goers to rush to the stage. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner Rothy's. Rothy's are by far my most comfortable shoe. They allow me to walk around the city comfortably all while wearing cute shoes and shoes that are washable in case they get dirty. And we have amazing news for any guys listening or anyone who has a partner who's a guy. Rothy's shoes aren't just for women anymore. That's right. Rothy's now sells men's sneakers and men's driving loafers. And Rothy's men's line features the same level of craftsmanship as Rothy's women's line. So to help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special and giving our listeners this super rare opportunity for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash morning. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash morning. Head to rothys.com slash morning to find your new favorites today. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.